family. How are you doing? I hope you all had an absolutely beautiful week. It was a nice rainy day here. A little bit warmer, tiny bit chilly, but it's going to be like 70 degrees on Sunday, 73 on Monday. 
winter's getting over guys so uh hopefully we'll get to see that green grass we'll be out in our gardens getting everything ready for a crazy crazy times coming ahead but i'm blessed that you are all here and i hope you had an absolutely beautiful week this is kilt to christian episode 557 tonight we have a uh, jay Wu. we all know and love jay Wu, and we have got jonathan maxim on tonight we're gonna have a phenomenal discussion about remedies all those beautiful things that God produced and gave to us so that we don't have to go to doctors. So we're going to have a wonderful discussion on that after just a very tiny bit of news because some crazy stuff came out right before I got on. So we'll talk about that in a second. Once again, episode 557 of Kilted Christian, Jonathan Maxim, Jay Wu. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. So this is going to be a great episode tonight. Go ahead. We got uh, Jay Wu here, you guys. He's been on a lot. He'll be on a whole lot more, man. I've actually really enjoyed having him pop on here with us as well. And then I finally got to officially meet him, Jonathan Maxim. Love them immediately. You can just tell, like, you meet some people and you're just like, man, we've got a lot in common. This is going to be the future of a, of a growing brotherhood. So this is going to be a great show. Um, guys, nuts are just a beautiful little conversation to end our Friday after we get done with a little bit of news. But we're going to go ahead and introduce our guest first. So uh, Jay Wu, we'll say hello to you first. Brother, how are you doing? I am doing excellent, my friend. It's uh, it's Friday. Woo-hoo! I know everybody's like, woohoo, it's Friday. I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's Friday. We're we're taking a Saturday and Sunday off because this weekend I'm going to be putting on a storm doors and building like a little mini deck. So, uh, I'll be busy. Fortunately, it's going to be a beautiful day, um, going forward. And, uh, I know my mother is really excited about getting a storm door that seals our house rather than just being this junky thing hanging on the front that we just open and close for no reason. So this is going to be awesome. Um, but Jay, I'm glad that you're here, brother. Um, like I said, you've, I've loved having you come on more and more. Um, we've gotten some great conversations. And uh, like I said, just so many people like you are just stepping up, um, doing your own shows. Um, we're trying to reach as many people as we can and cover as many time slots and days as we can. So if someone can't make it at one time or a day, we'll bring them to another. So before I'm, I introduced our guest for this evening, Jonathan, Jay Wu, would you like to go ahead real quick and tell everybody what you've got planned for tomorrow evening? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> it was exciting to actually uh, – we were, we were talking, you know, on the program this morning and, um, you know, Blade Runner gave me, some, uh, you know, a really good idea. Lawnmower and, man. Uh, <laughs> Lawnmower man. man, that's right. <laughs> um, so we're going to do what I'm dubbing uh, Church by the Fire. And and that is um, from a time spent in Kentucky at Bards Fest and the time that we all spent around the fire and the conversations we had. And um, the idea is that as a, as a group, we come together and have conversations about any given topic. I, I think I'll pick a topic to start us off and then we just let the spirit take control and see where it leads in our conversations. I just know it'll be deep. I know it'll be godly and biblical. And I believe Jim's going to be around. So I think he'll be able to participate with us pretty regularly, so it'll be neat. So tomorrow's topic is going to be communion, which um, I was talking to Jim tonight, and uh, and he's all it's it's um, <laughs> it's the Father's Supper. I, I've already forgotten exactly how he worded it. 
But um, anyway, so what we want to do is we want to break down the reason that we do communion and and what it signifies and really get into the nuts and bolts of it just so that we fully understand the, the process of it. I, I think myself, anyway, I didn't really understand what was involved and, you know, it was something I did and, you know, and, and I'd always have a nice prayer before I did it, but I didn't quite understand the 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 reason that we do it and the and and all of that so we're going to break that down a little bit in the beginning and uh and then we're just going to kind of let the conversation flow from there plan is we're going to talk about communion tomorrow and then the following saturday we're going to take communion together oh that's beautiful yeah, it'll so, be a virtual communion. <laughs> so CL Klein asked, can you um, give us the, the show name? So it's going to be on your channel um, this weekend. Um, this, yes. And and at what time? And it is on Podbean. So what time is this going to be? Yeah, so it'll be on the Book of Heaven channel. Um, if it does well, then I'll, I'll open up another and we'll make it dedicated. And then it's going to be at 3 o'clock Pacific time, 6 Eastern. That way... You know, it should should work for everybody, hopefully. Perfect. And if we end up jumping back and forth between platforms in the future, mm -hmm. we've got seven shows or five shows at least during the week. We'll let you guys know what our plans are going to be. Because like I said, is after this weekend, I'll be joining you every weekend going forward. And it's a beautiful thing real quick. It's an absolutely beautiful thing because you, so many times, man, that you get in the scripture, you find something, you've got questions. And you just want to go out. Fortunately, I've got a pocket, a pocket, Jeff, my little pocket Bible. I just give Jeff a call. I'm like, hey, man, um, got right. some questions for you. But, you know, just a great example is today, you know, reading through Jonah, all the talk about Jonah recently. You know, my big question today was, was Jonah alive in that whale's belly for three days or did he die? You know what I'm saying? So this would be some of those things that's useful for like this type of format that you're doing is for us to come in, be able to ask those questions and have plenty of people that understand it to be able to kind of answer us back. Right. And that's the beauty of it, too, is it's it's a corporate thing. So the more of you who join us in the conversation, the better. So we'll have a Zoom group. Call-ins will be open. The idea is that we we surround, our, surround ourselves with wise counsel and really conversate about what it is. And I think that's the best way to get to the real truth. And plus, we'll have Jim. So yeah. I have my own pocket Bible right here. And I get Jeff, man. That's so. going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, and one of these days we're going to get both those men in the same room. Together. I know, man. The J. Crew. That's what we'll call that one. The J. Crew. That's right. The J. Crew. Um, anyway, so that's that's what's up. Thanks for letting me uh, speak on that. You no. all are welcome in whatever fashion. Absolutely. And we'll keep you guys updated on, like, where it'll end up being. The times will pretty much be the same and so forth. So this is going to be great starting this weekend. So that being said, we'll go ahead and we'll bring in our guest for this evening, Jonathan Maxim. Um like I said, I just got the the pleasure of getting to meet him. Um, the thing is, it's one of the things. It's like, you know, with these chat groups, Vineyard, and so forth, there's an, you know, we get the opportunity to kind of see people. You know what I'm saying? But it's awesome to get a chance to, like, meet them, to see their face, you know, because it's the same thing when we go to Bards Fest. Um, when we get to meet each other, we all have this idea of what the person's like, what they look like in real life. So you get that opportunity in real life, you know, and that's what I love doing these is getting to meet people on Zoom or so forth in real life. And uh, right off the bat, um, Jonathan and I had some pretty big connections just and our lives kind of um, went the same direction in many, many ways, you know, so already started off a great conversation. So um, Jonathan Maxim, welcome to KC. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. There's a lot of people in here that know who you are and excited that you're on. So uh, God bless you and thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's definitely a blessing to be here and uh, hopefully we can explore and 
get to know each other and have fellowship and feel the spirit. Amen. You know, and that's one thing is that like we all help each other, you know, kind of live in that because, you know, let's face it. None of us have perfect days every day. And, and with what's going on in the world, sometimes the weight just hits you harder on another day. And that's the beauty of God putting us all in each other's lives is to kind of come through and at least be someone to let them vent, to pray for them, to give them just a simple hug, you know, just to let them know everything's going to be okay. Fortunately, when uh, one of us has a bad day, others are having a great day. God makes sure that we all don't have a bad day all at one time or else you'd be doomed right now. It'd be a mess. Mm-hmm. So for I'm sure. We're going to just, I want to briefly go over just a couple of quick little news things. Um, and then we're going to kind of use the entire episode um, to go into the conversation, you know, about remedies that God's given us right here in this earth. And we've had a couple of conversations about it over the last couple of Mondays. Um, we had a lot of interest in this because we all are dealing with something. Um, matter of fact, uh, real quick, I'm going to do a quick prayer before I even go into doing the news tonight because, uh, and I'm sorry um, if this wasn't supposed to go public or not, but I want to play for Truth Patriot right now. So if everybody would please uh, bow their heads, let's get into a little quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another beautiful day, for bringing us all together, and for having this family to where we can pray for one another, we can be here for one another. Father, we can't carry the weight of all of us ourselves, and we always lean on you, but you utilize us right here to be who others can lean on with you working through us. And we thank you for that, dear Lord. You don't need us, but you choose to let us work for you to serve you. And I thank you. But Father, right now, we've got a lot of people that are going through some illnesses, many different people, whether it be anxiety or other kind of illnesses. So dear Lord, I ask that you lay your hand on our sister Nikki, first and foremost, heal her, let her get back on her feet and get right back into this war. Be with Punky as well. Lay your hand on her, dear Lord. Help her get over whatever she's going through, dear Lord. Pull the illness, the anxiety, whatever Satan's trying to do in her life, just rip it away. Let her get back into this battle full force, dear Lord, because we need her. We need Nikki as well. Dear Lord, thank you so much for blessing uh, Ezra. You've been, I, I've watched a miracle. I literally told him, I said, I'm, I'm going to pray, but I know God's going to answer this and I'm going to be just excited to see another miracle. And I have, so continue to bless Ezra, let, get back on the feet, remove those blood clots 100% and let them get back into this battle full force to the Lord. Cause we're going to need everything that we have going forward. And finally, father, I ask that you bless our brother, truth Patriot, truth Patriot is having um, some gallbladder issues right now. Um, Talk to a couple of other people that have had the same issue. So, Father, we're going to just work through us this evening. Get into our hearts, get into our souls, and let us be able to talk about possible remedies for something like that. It doesn't revolve around surgery or anything. And lay your hand on truth, dear Lord. Fix this. Take the pain away in the meantime, but take the whole problem away completely, dear Lord. I know you can. You are the only one that can. And I thank you. So I'm going to go ahead and thank you for answering that prayer because I know you will. And dear Lord, just let truth and all of them know how much we love them, that we are here for them 100% and anything that they need. And Father, we thank you so much for having you to lean on and to answer these prayers for us whenever we reach out to you. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Yeah, I had to, we'll, we'll pray, obviously, at the end. Um, that's a big one right here because we just, there's so many people going through so many different things. And, you know, my first go-to is all the, the poison that they're feeding us, almost in everything that you go to at the grocery store, not to mention those little, um, you know, fake things in the sky that we call chemtrails because we're a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists, um, and apparently they're not real. We're just being poisoned by nothing. So, uh, mm. 
yeah so god that's what that's the importance of praying before you eat god please make this poison fit for my consumption kind of what <laughs> i pray anymore <laughs> pull the poison out of what i'm about to eat father um so let's go through just quickly um over a couple of news so Hunter Biden um, is back under the microscope again. I don't know where this is going because they didn't even they didn't even punish him for the last time that he didn't that he didn't show up or a subpoena. He's back in there again. It's nothing but lies. But he did accidentally expose that his dad is, in fact, the big man. Um, you know, so then Biden's doctor comes out, puts him, um, you know, goes through and he uh, does all those tests on supposedly did cognitive tests and says, well, he's a okay. He's perfect. He's a okay to run this country. So my question is, would that make him a okay to to be tried? So if he's fit enough to run the country, he's fit enough to be tried in the court of law, in my opinion. Um, so next, uh, you know, Wait, wouldn't that make him fit enough to, uh, actually suffer, uh, a sentence for the, the, uh, documents it's, that, exactly they said that he wasn't mentally capable or mentally fit to, to stand trial yeah, but he's be one and not the other how does how does that work anyways you know what i'm saying mm. like you're you're not meant you're you're mentally fit enough to run our country but not stand trial like to me it seems a little backwards there you know what i'm saying like you think you'd be a little more cautious about the person you got running our country but i'm not even quite sure he's running our country matter of fact i know he's not he's just right. a little little puppet um, mm -hmm. so once again, we got a Steve, a journalist, Steve Baker ended up getting arrested today. He was a journalist who was covering January 6th continually after January 6th. And now he's been arrested by the FBI. Look, if we want to have a just country, we can't have a just country and this corrupt DOJ. We can have one or the other, this DOJ, all of it got to go. Anything that has a three letters needs to be just torn apart, temple torn down, rebuilt from the ground up. Um, there's no fixing this. It needs to be completely 100% rebuilt. Um, so next, uh, going back into the J6, the appeals court ruled that um, some of the January 6 sentences were lengthened improperly. This right here may ultimately end up affecting all of the other J6 trials going forward. So I'm hoping that something good comes out of this because my heart still breaks for all those people that are sitting in there um, unconstitutionally because, you know, we had the right to a fair and speedy trial. They didn't get a fair trial. They haven't had a trial, much less a speedy trial. What, three and a half years later, still dealing with the same thing. 100% tyranny, 100%. And then finally, um, you know, Speaker Johnson, not, not fine, that's the second one at the end. Speaker Johnson announces that he's going to release 5,000 hours of January 6th footage. Um, this time he says that uh, this footage was ordered to have no faces blurred Um you know, this time, hopefully we can actually see the feds um, without the blur over their face. But once again, um, I've been waiting for this material, this 14,000 plus hours or whatever for a long time. I went through that quick drop that they gave us before, and it wasn't anything spectacular. It was stuff that we've been talking about literally for the last couple of years. So I'm hoping that some new stuff comes out in this. Um, we got to they, they have pushed um, the government shutdown, uh, I believe, until March 8th. So they've just they're kicking the can down the road bit by bit by bit um just so they don't get this border taken care of which we need to get that first no more money over to our um, other countries until we take care of our border close that border they literally um joe Biden was like well here's my list if there was one thing on this list that you could pick um that we could do what would it be and and guess what wasn't on that list close the border that would have literally been the only thing on that list i would have been like look we can take care of the rest later shut the border down now um 
this is systematic. This was designed. Biden doesn't want to shut down the border. If he's doing anything right now, it's a to protect his votes or he already knows that he's got enough immigrants in this country anymore. So now he could actually go and do something. It's probably a little mixture of both. Um, um, you know, because right here we got an example, two children under five years old crying hysterically while witnessing an illegal alien with a criminal record gunning down his parents and their stepbrother in their home in the middle of the day. So every day we see a new example of immigrants violating, killing or something, and we're still arguing about what we need to do at the border with a government that really does not care about us. And then lastly, um, um, I got sent this one uh, when I was on Godcast earlier um, by uh, MSM Liars. Um, my mind's blown. I'm a little angry about this. I see, said the same, I'm going to say the same thing he did. If I was there, there'd probably be dead bodies laying on the ground. Um, I don't really mean that because I'm not you know, a hateful person, but like, I don't know how it would have been to handle this. Unbelievable. This happened at um, DCA or DC Antlers. It's a school. Students sucked on the toes of adults during a school fundraising event who approved this these kids are literally like 10 years old they're all on video literally sucking on the toes of the teachers and adults that are part of this fundraiser this is our schools if you have a kid in school take them out you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. your kid is better sitting in a corner not talking to anybody with zero education than getting put into this school right here which is counter education so um, I'm not going to rant about this anymore because I could rant about this one the whole show. Um, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Once again, put those prayers out there. Pray for the little ones. Um, we're going to need more millstones. So that being said, let's get on to the topic for the night. I don't want to bum everybody out before the weekend with news. Um, we'll bum you out on Monday when we come back with some news. But <laughs> So uh, um, let's go ahead and get into the conversation. And uh, um, first you want to tell um, everybody a little bit about yourself, uh, Jonathan, um, just kind of let them know um, what you what you studied a little bit about yourself and how you got into like, you know, what we're talking about tonight, natural remedies, um, natural herbs and so forth. Yeah, so uh, I'm Dr. Jonathan Maxim. I was originally in South Carolina doing, um, you know, University of South Carolina and then opted to go to med school, traveled outside, went to Kansas City, and decided that uh, DO was the right path for me. So I'm a doctor of osteopath. I then trained in the military up at uh, Dayton, Ohio, and uh, did my active duty at Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas, Nevada. And with all that experience, I learned a lot of medicine, and I got pretty proficient at it. And I got I would say very qualified and just with time and asking questions, cause that's what I was always taught or maybe that's in my blood. I just started to wonder if there was natural remedies that could, that could heal, especially mm -hmm. as I saw some of the uh, poisons that were being brought out, especially in 2020. Um, so I, I was, uh, you know, curious. Yeah, and it's it's good that, that you got curious about that, you know, because you and I discussed something, you know, before the show. Oddly enough, real quick, that's another thing that you ought to have in common: South Carolina, um, Citadel. Oh, yeah. So uh, okay, yeah, I, I spent um, a good bit of time over in South Carolina in Charleston. So uh, once again, we we just oh, nice. have more and more in common. Um, but you know, we had discussed before the show, and this is important too. 
is that um i studied you know we, you guys we've talked about this before is i studied a lot of things growing up um, being scottish i studied a lot of the old lore polytheistic monoralistic religions um but what came with that um, was the study of herbology, studying herbs, natural medicines, and so forth. And it's something that was really valuable into my life. And um, I talk about it in, in certain instances with a lot of the Christians today. And sadly, it's gotten a stigma of falling right into the um, either pagan or new age type of religion. Um, but natural herbs and natural medicine wasn't given to us by pagan gods. It was given to us by the only God, our Heavenly Father. Amen. So echinacea um you know garlic i mean just I, I can go on and on about all these natural um remedies that come straight out of the earth literally as simple as putting a seed into the ground and then letting god do the rest of the work um it's not like you're altering these things you know when you get into pharmacia or pharmaceuticals you know you've got a hodgepodge of poison basically inside of a little pill when you go and you pull echinacea out of the ground or ginseng or uh or garlic you're literally getting what god produced no additives well except for what they're spraying in the skies but nonetheless um the active ingredients that are inside um of all medicines that you get from pharmacia are the natural herbs but they fill it with all these poisons you know um somebody explained was dr artist was talking about um volume in particular how a lot of people take volume and he's like all they would have to do is go take valerian root because the active ingredient inside volume that actually works is valerian and then they put all these other poisons and stuff into it um you know but we assume you know you're paying money the doctor's the one who's diagnosing with your cure we assume that they know what they're doing we've been taught our whole lives to trust our doctors um those kind of authority and that's put us into a really bad spot because now we're completely relying on them we get a headache instead of you know, trying other alternatives, we go right to the doctor, you know what I'm saying? And that we're paying money. Um, they're going to give us another poison to put into our body. It's not about curing you. It's about keeping you coming back. You know what I'm saying? They can't afford to, to lose your paycheck, you know? So, I mean, but they're certainly not going to cure your disease. Cause then you're not going to spend any more money there. So they keep you coming back for, you know, just something that makes you feel better, but doesn't really fix the problem where many of these natural herbs and stuff do. And, you know, even to the point now where I'm learning um, how big of a thing like parasites and stuff is. And, you know, by simply cleaning your body or parasites is one of the greatest things that we can do for our own body because parasites is one of the biggest contributions to why we get sick at all. I agree in a Western world of all those places. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, we briefly mentioned it, and you, you told me you had a sharp audience, but um, this is Rockefeller medicine. And Rockefeller medicine was suppression of natural God's healing. And it's time that we raise that up and that we raise our awareness and that we, we take back our authority and we take it in God's name and we use what he gave us to to suffice and to to thrive and to live um and and that comes down to all kinds of things like moderation obviously less chemical processed food um not to promote myself but i do have an instagram so we can go into it later but that is exactly what i've been fo focused and honed in on is promoting natural healing god's ways and to be honest there are many physicians and providers dietitians and stuff that are stepping into this role and and stating that 
Rockefeller medicine was a lie. Yes. And it's time it's time to raise up a new a new brand. You know, I feel, you know, you said something um kind of before the show that we you were talking about. You, you said that there's gonna be something that exposes the the corruption, the lies basically of Rockefeller and all that they've mm -hmm. done over the years. And I feel that, that the death of Rockefeller was kind of the beginning of something. Um, to where we will, because I agreed. Because I mean, you're, he's not only destroyed, you know, what we know as medicine. He's the reason that our music is killing us. You know, literally, literally altering the frequency from healing to harmful frequencies. Yeah. Um. You know, medicine. Um. Our banks, like these guys, are literally the ones that are in charge of destroying our entire world. Um. And like I said, medicine was one of the big things. They had their hands, and everything they knew would help us in order to distract us with things that would harm us. I think and Rockefeller was school too, wasn't he? Yeah. And schools. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. He was, right. University. And it was just preposterous or just asinine to believe that your choices don't matter because every other thing that we're taught in life is our choices definitely matter. And now you've got a quick fix for everything. Well, unfortunately, that may be the world's lie, but that that's not what God tells us. No. And we should have been smarter. Exactly. And, you know, but that comes into everything, you know, um, all the way to the media where we, the source of our information, you know what I'm saying? Like we have literally become too reliant on others. God gave us an opportunity to rely on him first and foremost, but able to rely on, on gathering what we need ourselves. You know, he literally gave us everything that we need. Um, you know, so where do we go for our, our news? We go straight to the liars. You know, where do we go for our medicine? We go to the ones that are trying to kill us. Like literally everything that you do has been um, them trying to get us to rely on other people, even down to our government where we have the power. They work for us, but they've literally convinced the country that they have the power and we work for them. Um, you know, we, we need to get back on the right page, but a big part of this, you know, once again, we said it earlier, um, the destruction of our schools. Um, they don't teach constitution anymore. They certainly don't teach self-reliance. We used to have organizations like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, which were perfect for that. But they went and tainted those too, to where now kids don't know anything but how to go onto a computer. You have something as simple as an EMP, three-quarters of this world's going to be gone because they don't know how to plant a seed, make a biscuit, um, you know, clean water, you know what I'm saying? Like make fire. You know, so yeah, we we've got to teach the generations to come because we've been dumbed down. Yes, we have in a major, major way. Um, so first thing I want to ask, okay, so we got my brother, my brother Jeff S. This is like my brother of brothers. Um, you know, he he's my my spiritual go to. Um, my one of my favorite people in this entire earth. You know, he falls right up there with with my mom and my dad. Um, under Jesus, but with my mom and dad. Um. But he has had an issue for, I want to say, six or seven months now. And at first, um, when he was looking into it, he started to change his diet. That was the first thing that he did. And that was one thing that I always have a problem with, too, is when you go to a doctor, if the first question that a doctor um, asks you isn't, what are you eating? What is your daily diet? Go to another doctor. You know what I'm saying? Because generally, the problems that we have start with what we're putting into our body and consuming. Um, so he was talking to... Uh, them and they looked into it he found something that may have been very similar to what my dog had like a vascular issue so it's with the brain it gives you vertigo um gives you fatigue um you know and a lot of other things so he's been dealing with and he has days where 
he can't sit up for longer than 10 minutes. So as he's tried everything, even got these new little glasses that the doctor told him to try, that didn't work. Nine months now is what he says. So recently, he did something that I wouldn't have thought about. He took um, an EMF meter and he walked around his house testing all of his sockets. And like 12 is safe. And his was registering something like 500. Some ridiculous thing like that. So mm. now we're wondering if that was possibly what it is. So um, we found a stone called Shenzite, which is a Russian stone that literally um, kind of stops the projection of EMF. So if you wear it around you, it basically kind of shields you and protects you from it. Is there anything that you know of um, that we can do, that we can take um, that would help with something like that? Because... It is something that you don't think about of Shungite is the name of the stone. Thank you. Um, so it's like I said, it's something that we're all having to deal with, whether it's in your own house or whether you walk outside, you got these 5G towers all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So and, and it's just running straight through us because our body is a conductor, you know? So um, is there anything that you, you could recommend um, that we could take? something you know natural medicines or something that may help with that because like i said we're all going to deal with this at some point yeah no so emf is new to me and i've heard of stones and i've heard of various uh i don't know they're like little disc um if, if you if you research emf uh you can sometimes find things but but i think more importantly to be aware of it and to to have it in that differential because I had a pathology teacher. He would always say easy to diagnose if you think about it. And, uh, you know, EMF should probably come up as a, uh, as a potential, um, you know, ailment so that we can, that we can, uh, you know, comp like address it. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's something that, I'm not of, an expert on EMF, but I, I am aware of it and trying to to further my education and learning and learn more. Well, this is awesome. And like I said, we're, you know, we're, we will continue. We will definitely continue to, you know, promote. We'll put your links up in our Kilted Christian because the information you have is so valuable. And when you come across that information, like by all means, pass it on to us. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is because we're all going to be dealing with this. You know, I, my conspiracy mind goes back to the time where we had lead paint on our walls and they're like oh that's dangerous that's giving you cancer we got to remove the lead paint from your wall and i'm like you know saying that kids are eating the paint chips you remember that that whole thing i'm convinced sure. you asked me that today i am absolutely convinced that lead wasn't necessarily poison to us but it was blocking all the ems that they had planned so when they came up with our internet when they came up with technology to look through our homes and spy on and stuff like that lead paint dampers everything so what do you do tell everybody it's poisonous make sure no house has it and now you've got because what do they what do they put on you when you go get an x-ray lead in order to keep you from yeah. the radiation you know what i'm saying so literally in a way by today's standards the poison on the wall with the lead is probably less harmful than what that lead would be protecting us from you still need it <laughs> what's that and now, now they have specific x-rays. They don't even have to use the lead. Right. Just don't, just don't eat the paint chips. You'll be good. Um, I, you know, yeah. tip, I never ate paint chips. I never was like, Hmm, that looks tasty. Yeah. <laughs> um, heavy metal detoxing, I guess, is a good way to go when it comes to EMF. Okay. 
That would make sense. Yeah. 5G and there's I, I um I just saw a thing on it today. That's why I actually can think of it. Um, <clears throat> borax, I guess, drinking a, a small amount of borax helps to eliminate heavy metals in your system. I heard the same with um, hydrogen peroxide. Hmm. The same thing with hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I do not wear a white <laughs> coat on this show. Um, this is a friendly conversation between friends, so don't listen to me. You know what I'm saying? No. Friendly conversation. <laughs> yeah, Jab says cilantro. Interesting. Cilantro, yes. I, yes, cilantro yes. is good for heavy metals. And um, I know Jonathan's not down to shamelessly self-promote, but I am down to shamelessly <laughs> promote Jonathan. Um, he's got a, a MaxCare group on our um, – <clears throat> we have a, several groups within um, Signal app. So if you do get on Signal app, um, you know, find me. I could point you to him. Our prayer groups there, we have, we have several groups on there. So um, but you're also on uh, Instagram too, right, Jonathan? Instagram, and I have a website as well, maximcare.com and the.bearded.do on Instagram. Okay. But um, I also want to just say we are in the time of learning, and you don't have to accept anything for what it is. You have to ask the questions, and this is a – I think it's the great awakening and I think it's a point of discovery. And, you know, when you ask a question, you can get an interesting answer if you look for it. And I think that's where we're at today. Don't just take anything I even say blindly without, without doing your own research and, and asking God, because I think God will show you an answer and God answers prayers and God answers ways that, that we don't even think about. Um, so, you know, as we're on this path to discovery, on this path to enlightenment, just remember that where we're at today is because of our choices and what we thought we knew or what we thought we could believe. And, to, and I think the future is bright. I think there's more discoveries that will be made in the next 50 to a hundred years than ever before, because I think those discoveries have been in place. They've just been suppressed a big time. So you've got to remove the tyrants that are suppressing the information, <laughs> but it's also important. You just brought it up. The great awakening. Um, you know, it's hard to come to a solution when you're still sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Right. So a big part of it, I've been saying this, you know, basically about what we're seeing politically is that what good is justice if the people are still blind to it? If justice had happened three years ago, we would have gone into a civil war. Half the people are still sleeping, wanting to fight. The other half were awake, ready to fight for what we believe in. Um, the awakening is a huge part of this because um, you don't know to look elsewhere if you're still in that slumber, believing what you were taught your whole lives. And this is why it's important for us as not just parents, but grownups to um, enlighten our children a little bit. Um, let them Absolutely. understand this so that they can start being free thinkers instead of um, the sheep that the world has created. I'm not saying the good kind of sheep, like like Christ sheep, you know, like the right. the mindless drones that we we're seeing examples of. But we're seeing more and more people wake up in large amounts every single day coming to God. Um, you know, so this is the most important thing. And the wonderful thing is that when you find Christ you start to wake up in many other ways as well. So it's not like you just come to God, God, you come to God and then God opens up your soul, your heart 
and starts going, okay, now that you're here, let me show you what I really gave you. Don't go trusting in science. It's witchcraft. And he can open doors and, and pharmakia is maybe it's witchcraft. Maybe it's spell casting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's disrupting what God's herbs were given to do. Yep. And it's, it's definitely about money. And now we need to seek something other than a pill. And that, that's what I, that's what my whole premise is on. Yeah. You know, um, and we, my kids are what put me in the fight. Oh, see, that's it. And that's, that's a great, um, motivator or are, are your children without a doubt. Um, <laughs> they wake, they wake you up quick. They, they really do. Cause you know, it's one thing, you know, it's the same thing I always say is it, you know, it's one thing to mislead yourself, but it's a whole different story when you're misleading others, you know? So when you're um, a single person, it's a whole different story, but when you are now protecting your new little ones, you have to reevaluate everything. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't absolutely, you know, cause me, I'm, I'll just, I'll run into a fire and not think about it. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't do that if I had children. And that's the great thing is that they do reprioritize absolutely everything. Um, you know, one thing that a lot of people overlook, you know, cause we keep thinking internal. Um, and it's true. A lot of, of why we're sick, why we're ill, why we're tired has to do with what's what we're consuming whether it be the food that we purchase at the store um, or walking outside and whiffing chemtrails every single day, it's really impossible to get away from it. Um, you know, which is once again, the importance of praying over what you eat, you know, so that God can make it fit for your consumption. But one big thing that we uh, really need to remember is that the largest organ, the largest living organ on our body is on the outside. It's our skin. And that's right. And a lot of what we do, you know, when we touch things, when we walk outside, this stuff is like soaking into the pores all over our body. So taking a bath and I hate baths. I'm a shower guy, um, but it is good to take a bath every now and then with, with some of these things like salt, hydrogen peroxide, some of these things, borax that we were talking about, because it will, it'll, it'll pull it out of your body. It'll give yourself like a, a full body detox. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Corey, and I have, I purchased some borax. I just haven't used it yet. I'm waiting for the special formula. Well, it's been around forever. They they were using that back in the pioneer day. See, the pioneers had all the stuff that actually was decent and worked for you. You know, and it, it, it modern day society kind of poisoned everything. But, you know, back in the pioneers, man, borax, vinegars, like, you know, they were using natural herbs, cilantros, you know what I'm saying? Like pretty much everything we talked about so far. I just I just had a vision of Trump saying drink drink borax and like then the media turning it on. Oh, no, no, it was a uh, drink, drink detergent. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, he said, drink bleach. Yeah. Talking yeah, about well, that, chlorine was, dioxide. that was the chlorine dioxide, but now yeah. he'll, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to tell everybody drink, uh, you know, um, Oh yeah. He could. <laughs> and that was funny too. Cause um, that was every time that Trump came out and talked about like the remedy, you know, the one that actually works for us, they went after him so hardcore and all of a sudden, like all these remedies, that were something that actually worked. Ivermectin, um, hydroxychloroquine, all of these things became like the bane of the world. It's like, no, 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 no. This is the worst things you could ever take. Don't you dare do that. Look, pregnant women were taking this stuff and it was A-OK. It was literally what kept people. That's why um, the Africans didn't really get this pandemic that we got because they were already taking things like hydroxychloroquine for malaria. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly right. And, and if people would take a moment just to look around the world um, and see how the different cultures reacted. That was the best example, even to the point one of the presidents over in that area 
What did he test? Do you remember, Jonathan? He tested a goat and a cantaloupe for COVID, <laughs> and they both came back with COVID. <laughs> so, I mean, um, yeah, supposedly a Pepsi came back with COVID. Just, yeah, you know, um, and I did find uh, providers and even pharmacists that helped during uh, before we had the um, Paxlovid and all that stuff because once patients had insurance that would cover something, they wanted the Paxlovid. Um, but many of patients we treated with Ivermectin and even the monoclonal antibody. And I, I think that was God led because one day 20 people out of nowhere just called me up and I had just gotten my clinic started in 21. Um, and so, yeah, they were reaching out and seeking information. And that's what I think is important wherever you live. Obviously I want you to be part of my care because it, I give a damn. That's what mm -hmm. I've said on a, several, uh, several um, impromptu speeches, but find a physician, find someone that cares, find someone that goes against the grain and find someone that listens to you and ask about your diet, ask about exercise, ask about those stressors, because the pill, my friends, is not the answer. That's the spell. And you've been deceived and you don't need to be deceived any further. Yes. Amen. And it, um, you know, it's a lot of things too, because I'm most of what they do that they do give you as far as uh, doctors is also very addictive. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're not going to develop an addiction to like zinc. You're not going to develop an addiction <laughs> to hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. You're not going to develop an addiction to any of this stuff. That a lot of what they give you when you go to the doctor is literally for addictive purposes because you do keep on coming back. Um, they want you to be dependent. Yeah, they 100. That's Rockefeller medicine. And, and the worst part with petroleum-based medicine. Yes, that well, we fought endless wars over. Petroleum medicine, petrol dollars. Those guys are evil. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it's sad, you know, because, um, you know, we, we do, we keep, we get this, we become addicted. We keep going back. We literally spend hundreds of dollars every month for something we could literally grow in our own yard that something that would actually work. Um, but then on top of that, you've got another danger, you know, for instance, like pain and stuff like that. We've got natural remedy, pain remedies, which are hundred percent non-addictive things that we can take for ourselves. Um, but they give you what? oxycodone oxycotton um hydrochlor you know i mean or hydro whatever codeine Codon. Um, yeah like all of these um extremely dangerous and addictive opioids um and what do they do they'll be like all right well here's your here's your last refill oh yeah by the way when you're done with that refill you're on your own so what happens these people literally are stuck having to break an addiction by themselves which is a very difficult addiction to break. And often, instead of breaking the habit, what do they do? They go to the streets and they start, and that's when you're getting into the fentanyl and the uh, oxy, you know what I'm saying? So they've now put you into another very dangerous place um, because of that addiction. And they don't and offer help. Yeah, that's a pers pretty personal thing for me because I fought in the Afghan war. I was deployed in two, 2013 and to to learn while I was there and certainly later on that we were fighting these wars for opiates. And yes. now I fight those battles in, in my, you know, doctor role. 
it's, it's, it's despicable. And then, you know, Dun Duncan, we, we spoke about CBD and CBG mm -hmm. and, and these are revolutionizing, uh, care. And so it, it, if the audience does not know about Rockefeller medicine, you need to educate yourself on it because that's what we've been living the last 50 years. Fortunately, he didn't get his eighth heart transplant and he's off this earth. And I don't think his kids are as despicable as he was. Yeah. Well, we, we hope. <laughs> We're yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. We hope. And, and, uh, First off, Kylie Mama, welcome to KC. Um, I'm gonna That's say, my wife. Oh, that's your wife. Okay, well, welcome yeah. to KC. Thank you for letting us borrow your husband for a little bit. But she brings yeah. up something. Um, she says, then to get off heroin, they give you big far um pharmaceuticals, um, suboxone. Um, they've given you just all kinds of different things to come off of this, which in turn are addictive. So now what are you doing? You are paying for an addictive thing to get you off of your addiction um that was one thing in my testimony um, i've talked about before is i had that i'm a great example of that of someone that moved in that moved from one ended up in heroin and then had to break a heroin addiction which was the hardest thing i've ever had to deal with in my life in return it ended up giving more strength than i've ever had in my life you know because um now i can look at it and be like no i can flush it you know what i'm saying i'm i'm I'll always be an addict, but I've got control over it now. Um, thank you God. broke that chain. Yeah, and thank Jesus because that he was a, Jesus was like the main part of that. Um, you know, and the great but one thing is I seen when I was in um, rehab is a lot of people coming to God. You know what I'm saying? So it's a bad thing that they're there with an addiction, but it's a great thing that they're looking for something a higher source. The only source is going to be able to get them away from this. You know, and if I'm going to be addicted to anything. It's going to be our heavenly father. Um, no drugs that anybody's going to give me on this earth. Um, but that's the problem is that we, we are, we are forced into this just like, like you said earlier about children and, and your wife. And I'm going to put your wife into this category too. If you and I were to be at work and cut ourselves open, what are we going to do? You and I are probably going to duct tape our hand or glue it and then get right back to work. But when it comes mm -hmm. to our wives, when it comes to our children, we're going to be like, no, let's go take care of this now so we can get you fixed up. Obviously, you know, we care. We love them. We love ourselves. But like I said, we're men. We just do stupid stuff. But our family, sure. on the other hand, we're going to make sure that they get prioritized help. Um, You know, and the sad thing is, though, is that our first alternative is going straight to that doctor. Um, Now we've got to be even more cautious than before. And I'm not sure, you know, and I'm not going to you don't have to answer this. Um, you know, we had to deal with the choice of taking the vaccinations or not. Um, many of us chose not to take it. Many people chose to, but that's one of the things now is when I have, if I ever have to go to the doctor, if I break my leg right now, I'm going to try to look, I'm going to get on the internet and see if I can't fix it myself before I go to a doctor, because the first question they're going to ask me when I get to that doctor is, were you vaccinated? And there's a chance they're going to be like, well, I'm not going to let you in here because you weren't. Um, right. you know, so, so we, we even make those healthy choices. Matter of fact, we made the healthy choice or I, I made the choice not to, um, and now we're looking like we're just the most horrible people in the entire world. You know, that like we didn't care about society or anything like that. Um, so they do that. They put you into this position to where you're ostracized for making the choices that you make. Um, and they try to push you out of society and a lot of people feel obligated. They don't want to be pushed out of it. So they stay in the system and they do start doing these things that are against their better judgment. 
Yeah, I'll proudly answer that. I refused that vaccine and even developed lawsuits and gathered other people and protested the streets of the hospital because that's not right. Yeah. And it's your body, it's your choice. I know I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah. And, <laughs> I believe I have and, too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was the single breadwinner. You know, my, my wife, she's a nurse, but she's staying at home raising our two kids in this chaotic world. And uh, ultimately, I knew that there was a chance something could happen, and I didn't want that to inflict my family. And I saw numerous patients, and a 24-year-old comes to mind that developed a significant stroke. And it does it's not worth the travel. It's not worth the it's not worth whatever the world has to offer. When you fundamentally disagree with something, you gotta stand with God and you gotta you gotta stand stand on your own feet with his help. Most most definitely. Um, you know, it's one of those things too, is uh, you know, going back is I, I knew I've always been very cautious. Um, especially because I used to work um at major arenas. When I was working for the Dallas Stars, when I was working for the San Antonio Spurs, I was around thirty five thousand people. So I mean, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I probably should get a flu shot because I'm always around these people. But the two times in my life that I got a flu shot I ended up with the worst case of the flu that I ever had literally within 24 hours of getting that shot. So which is theoretically not supposed to happen because it's dead. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's lots of poison in those shots and I'll never place another shot into my body until I see some true science. Exactly. You know, so that's where I was when they first started talking about these, I had already had it in my head. Like, you know what? It's probably just going to make me sick anyways. Um, one night I was on my old show, Patriot Transition Voice. Um, we had uh Dr. Um Vladimir Zelenko, who was oh, yeah. yeah, like we had him on my show the night that my mother came down and got severely ill. And where myself, I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna get through this. Obviously, we absolutely worry about our mothers, our wives, our children a little bit differently than we worry about ourselves. So I was like, Man, is this something that I should do? My mother being an older woman. Should I get this? You know, so I was literally torn between what I felt my heart was right and between I don't want my mother to die. Fortunately, Zelink, or um, fortunately, uh, Dr. Zeb was on the show and he literally was like, This is right. I mean, he was literally still working on his protocol when he was on our show and he told me the yeah, protocol. Zelenka protocol. Yeah, he told me the protocol right there. We were some of the first people that he mentioned it to on our show. Um, I said, I will be right back. I let my co-host keep on running the show. I went down there, started giving my mother all the things that we already had in our cabinet. We had a quercetin, zinc, um, you know, all the things that he was suggesting. Um, Good on you. Yeah. So, I mean, within a week, she was like 100% better. After a horrible, you know, the doctors or the hospital didn't want to take or why would you come here if, you, if you've got COVID? It's like, well. The hospital you know where are we supposed to go it was a big <laughs> they mess. did nothing for zero I know. you know so um so fortunately he was on the show i ended up giving her everything i kept her on that protocol and at um 74 years old my mother got healed within a week you know from this thing and she was it was i was scared to death i'm talking like low breathing like everything that you worry about um but it worked so at that point my mother was thankful she didn't get the shot i was thankful 
we, you know, just like many of us did, we talked to our families and like, listen, I'm going to, I want to educate you a little bit. Just do a little research. Think about it. Got um, ostracized by half of my family. Fortunately, some of them listened, but it was like that with our friends and everything to the point now um, there's people that won't even talk to you if you're not vaccinated. They don't want to get near you. And the funny thing is, I feel the same way sometimes because like, well, I don't, want, I don't want you to <laughs> shed on me. I mean, it kind of goes both ways. <laughs> it's, it's wild times. And I just hope that the next time, if that's cast on the society, on this world, that, that we're smarter because you've, you've got to ask why and you've got to you've got to use your own noggin oh yeah 100 percent. we got to learn to start thinking for ourselves because what okay it is um today today is march 1st guys so if you recall four years ago um on march i think it was march 5th is when they introduced covid to the world and started throwing everything in lockdowns and it's, it's almost like history's kind of repeating itself in a way because, you know, leap year, we're falling into the next, um, the next election, um, all the kind of same chaos that was popping up right at that time four years ago is starting to happen now. So I'm like literally expecting within the next couple of weeks them to, to throw the next pandemic on us, especially because every day I read about a new disease or a virus or something that we should all be worried about. You know, it was um, Marburg, uh, what was it the other day was like measles. Um, you know, they're literally X. Yeah. X they're throwing around all of this fear right now. And, and it's all, it was all fear to begin with. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, uh, you wouldn't be talking to me right now if I was dead. So COVID didn't apparently didn't take me out. We survived this as we will survive anything coming up in the future. Um, the problem though, is I'm starting to see, are the people that are suffering right now the ones that took some of these vaccinations? Not everybody. Um, I do believe that there was multiple different kinds. Like some were placebos. I believe that some were actually like, you know, legit poison. But we're seeing what? Myocarditis on the rise. Um, all kinds of heart issues. Bell palsies. Um, my father's got a, a Lewy body um, syndrome. Uh, you know, mm. Alzheimer's. Like going into Parkinson's. Um my, I've had uncles that died, literally got Alzheimer's and died of it in three months. That's crazy ridiculous. Um, that is ridiculous. So, but we're starting to see um, more and more, and it's the same things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like three or four different major symptoms that people are experiencing around the world. And now they're trying to blame it on, on what they're calling um, long COVID. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's all it is is an excuse that we – because we certainly don't want to say, well, it was a vaccination. Um but you go look at some of these VAERS reports and some of these other things that are coming out. And most importantly, the testimonies of the people that took some of these vaccinations. And, and I've said this a hundred times and it, it rings true today. As much as we thought we were outcast by not taking the vaccination, the people that are treated the absolute worst were the ones that went out, got the vaccination and then came and out and probably talked about their, their sub. Yeah. their of what they're going through. They are, it's and it's no different, you know, in the the trans movement. Who you think that we're the ones that are attacked the most? The ones that are attacked the most are the detransitioners. You know what I'm saying? So anyone who comes out and is telling the truth from from experience are the ones who are ostracized the absolute worst. And it's, it's sure. yeah, it's pretty scary. Um, Jay, Ron you, is just what's that? He, Ron Johnson. He's just out there for some testimonies. 
He's like, did someone say testimony? <laughs> <I know>. Yes. <laughs> I knew that would catch your attention. <laughs> and, you know, I don't have the answer here, but you hit on parasites. And I, I think parasites are a bigger problem than, than we know. And I think there will be legitimate studies to come that uh, hone in on can parasites or treatment of can that reduce or heal cancer? Can that, mm -hmm. you know, solve this autoimmune issue? And, uh, you know, I, I, like I told you, I really do believe the future's bright, but as God shows, you have to sometimes walk through the valley before you and walk through the darkness before you can get to the light. Uh, you know, the old saying is, uh, there's no better darkest teacher for the dawn, darkest for the dawn, no better teacher than pain and failure. You know, so, yeah, and, and we're experiencing that. And that's the best the thing, too, is that God's going to teach us one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? If you don't learn your lesson by watching someone else break their leg, eventually you're going to break your leg. God's going to teach yeah, exactly. you that lesson. You know, so it's up to you. You're going to learn it the easy way or the hard way. Um, sure. You know, sadly, we are at a point where many are learning the hard way, um, you know, but we're, we're trying to to grow. We're trying to um, to understand you know, just the fact that we're talking about parasites, where that wasn't something we were talking about three years ago. Now it's being, I couldn't have said that five years ago. Yeah. Nope, not at all. And I was literally because um, you know, more people are selling like the anti-parasitic medicines. I saw a testimony of a guy the other day. I said it again there. You hear me there, Ron Johnston? Testimony. He gave a testimony <laughs> the other day talking about an anti-parasitic that he took, and he goes, "Man, this thing went horribly wrong. I ate this medicine. I went to the bathroom, and there was like loads of bugs in my toilet." And I'm like. It didn't go horribly wrong. It went right. I was like, that's mm. the scary part is that you have no idea how many bugs are running around in your gut, in your stomach, in your heart. Um, you know what I'm saying? So you get these things removed and all of a sudden, like these people are like, oh, man, in like three days after these protocols, I've got all this energy back. I can think again. So a lot of the problems that they were having that they thought was just, you know, regular things that they deal with ultimately ended up being these parasites. And ended up literally changing yeah. their lives. And, you know, you said earlier, well, I say, you said earlier food is tainted, but Hippocrates, you know, the father of medicine said, food is thy medicine, thy medicine is thy food. Mm -hmm. So we have to grow our own again. We have to grow in soil, not dirt just placing fertilizer and nitrogen and making something grow taller doesn't mean that it's healthy. No. It it lost its microbiome, it lost its nutrients. And, you know, everything everything that I can see is about money and we need to we need to put our emphasis on that. And I I'll just frankly say I think God took me and shook me because I was working, trying to provide for my family. I had a former uh, addiction to gambling. And I think God was saying, no, you can't work through this. You have to trust me through this. And I've, you know, gone through a lot in the last year and a half. My family's gone through a lot. And I'm just thankful that God, you know, shook me the way he did. He didn't break my leg. He tried to. I fell on a bike and almost, that's just a funny story. My wife, if she's listening, maybe chuckled. But 
ultimately we're being shown what we've what we've not done and we yeah. got to do things differently and we got to do them better because we were dist- I'm not a green nut or anything like that but we were destroying this earth the way God intended it yeah so that's the thing too is that you know you got to you got to you always have to keep God into this equation always you know the green the people that are pushing these agendas are trying to go the exact opposite but nothing happens this earth that god doesn't allow to happen for a reason it's earth sustainable overall but we've got to be a little bit more responsible so i got a couple of questions um real in here so um brother southern guy lives in new zealand um and they it is they can't get hold of ivermectin hydroxychloroquine that stuff right there is very very difficult for them to get to it's difficult for us to appoint, but we can still acquire it. Um, not so much over in Australia and New Zealand. What would you, is there anything that you could recommend that would be a good parasite cleanser for those that don't have access to things like hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, um, things like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to leave this to Jay Wu, but the chlorine dioxide and the methylene blue. Okay. And you can make your own. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you'll probably have to make your own if you're in New Zealand because, but, but what's cool about chlorine dioxide is it's used heavily in industrial and the medical fields to sterilize equipment, sterilize water, things of that nature. Um, there's a website called the Universal Antidote, which uh, you're going to have to use a different browser other than Google. Mm-hmm. I like Brave browser personally. Um, but it will pull it up and there are actual instructions right there on their page where you can order the books in. But I think that's something you can get a hold of. It's not as powerful and anti-parasitic as fenbendazole or something like that, uh, ivermectin. Um, and then there's all kinds of natural stuff. And this I'm not real familiar with, but I, I'd like to get more into you, but like uh, the black walnut shell and mm-hmm. uh, so several different types of mushrooms, I believe. But there's there's all kinds of stuff, and then yeah, I bet you have borax. Get that heavy metal yeah. out of your system. And, and I'm glad you said that walnuts. I'm assuming they've got walnuts over there. If if not, mm-hmm. um, yeah, wal- walnuts is definitely a good antiparasitic, and that's one thing that I've learned uh, recently. So mm-hmm. you know, hopefully black, that'd be yeah, black, black walnuts in particular. I don't know what it is, but I've been in New Zealand. It's a beautiful country, man. Um, don't let them. Don't let your government screw you over and take that beautiful country from you. Exactly. And then uh, Ms. Lumba says wormwood. Um, if you mm-hmm. if you take the wormwood, um, make sure you have no plans for the night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think wormwood's it, got it hallucin- like that. Yeah, it's got a hallucinogenic value. I, I'm pretty sure wormwood is the active ingredient in uh, absinthe. Hmm. Well, I thought maybe you're you're referring to like time spent on the toilet. So that's <laughs> well mm-hmm. at that point. If I'm trying to get where to parasites, I will stay on there all day long, um, mm-hmm. just to feel a little bit better. And I'll tell you though, um, our friends over in Australia and New Zealand, they're just born a little bit tougher than we are. You know, when you grow up in like a country where everything wants to poison you, bite you, or eat you, you just tend to be naturally more resilient to everything. <laughs> Actually, New Zealand's got it pretty good. Uh, um, when I was there, they have a um, an issue with uh, uh, I it. Um, I keep wanting to say moles, but it's not moles. Anyway, there's a 
an animal that likes to eat like all the the kiwi eggs and it's it's kind of decimating a lot of stuff but they don't have a lot of predators over there i don't believe they even had mosquitoes they did have black flies that bite though and those things okay he says oh look at that no predators in new zealand i figured that yeah. new zealand was so close to australia where literally everything wants to eat you bite you and you know like here um, i can i can surf and feel a little safe man i go to australia man i'm looking for like sea wasps and sharks and snakes and like literally everything wants to eat you poison you or bite you so I think that's so interesting no predator that's pretty cool man and i'll be honest like when, when i went over um, whenever i go back over to scotland on um, britain um i honestly run into more uh new zealanders they, they call them kiwis um i never call them kiwis because i'm not sure if that's like offensive or not um but the new zealanders and the australians you run into more aussies and new zealanders over in europe than you do europeans kind of kind of crazy they love the travel um i i really love my experience in both both countries they have a really cool rivalry too they give each other a hard time it's pretty funny yeah exactly it's like uh oklahoma in uh, texas you know what i'm saying it was possums that i was thinking of they have a real issue with possums over there possums do a lot of see i love possums though man possums are awesome and sloths i don't know what it is i've got this weird thing with sloths recently i I just want to own one Mm. um (laughs) So, make you a shirt called possums are awesome <laughs> possums are awesome chasing possums how about that for us a name for a shirt <laughs> um so uh we got we see you've got 20 minutes left or about uh 15 minutes left we go into prayer so um i do want to ask now one conversation that we were having prehand we, we prayed at the beginning of the show um gallbladder now um you were saying that you know the majority of when you're dealing with something like gallbladder or anything like that you were dealing with like a surgical option um but are there other options for things like the gallbladder in particular that you know of? Well, yeah, totally. I mean, what they taught us in med school is they taught us to teach about diet and exercise, but they didn't teach us how to teach about them. And then insurance companies drove everything so that you literally had five minutes with a patient. Well, the only thing you can do in five minutes is listen to their complaint and write a script or get or, you know, choose surgery. So I actually looked up and for the audience, Eric Berg, he's a former uh, chiropractor and he's the pioneer for functional medicine. And he was commenting on what what alternatives you could do to alleviate gallbladder so low carbohydrate high veggies high fat actually maybe not your saturated fat but more not the seed oils but your evoo your coconut oil your ghee um and if you're not familiar with those things uh you can familiarize but the ghee comes from the butter and then moderate protein you can modify dairy. So dairy actually is, uh, at least the pasteurized is not as beneficial. And then some, some nuts can participate in, in gallbladder issues. And, um, surgery is not always an option. Now, if you're having fever, if you're having yellowness to the skin, if you've got unbelievable, uh, belly pain we we call it epigastric pain it's not getting better they even tried antibiotics and that failed then yeah surgery may be the choice but i think america was sold a lie you know quick fixes are not the answer 
we need to we need to be accountable for what we ingest into our body. Our government needs to be accountable to what they allow on the shelves so that we can ingest smarter and uh, more informed. But um, yeah, lots of things can affect your gallbladder, like birth control, high insulin rates, uh, alcohol. Our, we talked about the gut flora and then and then the the ominous PPI. If you're on a PPI and your doctor took, and that's like Prilosec, Prevacid, uh, Protonics, and your doctor said, well, you're just going to be on this for life, find a new doctor. <laughs> if, it, exactly. if any doctor says you're going to be on this medication for life, find find a new doctor because that, that is not the truth. Yeah, they're not trying to heal you. So there's a couple of things that, that you mentioned and I, you know, I find it important. One of the things is you were like, you know, quick fixes. Look, there's only the only quick fix that works in this entire world. The one that works forever is that, that relationship with Christ. That's the only thing that is like, that's a quick, you know what I'm saying? Because it lasts eternally, but anything that is an instant fix isn't a long-term fix. Anything that requires instant gratification isn't something that's going to be fulfillable in the long term um and that's one thing that we yeah, have to remember amen. is that you know the best things in our life we have to work for nothing nothing great in our lives comes instantaneously other than that relationship with god but even that is a life of work um but you know you said it perfectly is that quick fixes are not the answer instant gratification same exact thing another thing that you mentioned which is awfully important this is something that i have learned in a major way so you said that dr berg was a chiropractor correct Correct. Okay. I have learned, okay, for years, you, you know, the, the people that are like, well, you're not a real doctor. How many times have you heard someone say, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a dentist? Well, you're not a real doctor. Um, I'm starting to learn that your chiropractors are probably the one person that you should go to before a regular doctor. Those guys have the answers. Dr. Artis is one of them that I've talked to. And man, that guy had more useful information that would help me personally than any doctor ever because he was teaching you about the natural remedies and things like that. Chiropractors, in my opinion, are um, often better in certain circumstances than the doctors are. They're not fake doctors. These guys have a lot more valuable information than I ever imagined, but I fell into the same ruse of everybody else as, well, they're not an MD. They, they don't have that knowledge, but they absolutely do. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess the limiting factor is they, they don't have the option to prescribe meds. Mm -hmm. um, but I've actually been in talks with several chiropractors in the local area. And, you know, hopefully we can work something out because meds are one element of, def of, of uh, defense. And, and what I've learned from Eric Berg is that I, I mean, honestly, if you have a question about Eric Berg reflux, Eric Berg gallbladder, Eric Berg intermittent fasting, Eric Berg uh, natural cold remedies, he, he, he's, he's got a wealth of information. Perfect. You know, so um, certainly, and I'll make sure to find some of Dr. Berg's um, links to get him up in here. I'll make sure to put your links up as well so people can go check out um, your information. Um, but that's the thing is we're starting to, we're waking up um, and in return waking up, we're starting to think out of the box and look at things that we hadn't before. And this is, this is awesome because you're starting to think for yourselves and you're looking at other alternatives and you said it perfectly is that the, 
the chiropractors and you're like, oh, they're, they're more than just adjusting your spine, guys. They can't prescribe. So they go, um, you know, so they tend <laughs> so to learn they, more. Yeah. They think outside the box. And I'm glad you said that because I didn't even think about that. And that is, that's actually really, really correct. Um, so CL Klein, her sister CL Klein asked a question. She says, how can you find natural remedies to replace meds? Um, for example, such as thyroid med for someone with a, with, uh, had a thyroid removed. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I have had patients with thyroidectomy that I'm still able to wean down their levothyroxine. I get them on intermittent fasting. I get them eating less processed. I place them on selenium. And guess what? We live in a world where we can check the labs and I put my theory to the test. I've been very successful at weaning patients down or even off their medications if they're willing to listen and try. Perfect. So um, my father um, and my sister, my twin sister, my father both have thyroid issues themselves. So I'm, I'm glad that this got brought up and thank you, CL Klein. Thank you, Jeff, for uh, sending me these questions as well. Um, so I, I would, if I understood correctly is, is a thyroid, a calcium deficiency? Not, not necessarily a thyroid deficiency. You have TSH that's made in your brain, and then it feeds down to thyroxine, which is made in the thyroid. Okay. And, okay. and one of the essential elements that I found that was been, and this was credit to Eric Berg, you can look up hypothyroidism and he'll speak to selenium, but you can find selenium uh, in Brazil nuts, you can find it obviously as a supplement. You can find it in fish, eggs, um, and basically with that selenium, plus with not gorging ourselves on the processed chemicals of America, our bodies can function more appropriately. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, you know, at this point, um, I think I spend more time in stores than I ever have before because I have to read everything. I literally bring magnets to the store now. I, I know it sounds silly, mm. but I, I put it on my meat before I purchased any meat to make sure that it's not sticking to it. Um, things that we never thought of in our lives that we'd ever have to do. But, yeah. but like, I mean, you know, um, on my, my roommate, uh, Moonwolf, Nathan, um, bought some apples the other day and he bit into the apple and the apple on the inside was dyed because they dyed the peel. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and he's a healthy eater. He just happened to grab, you know, the wrong apples at this point. But this is how bad things are, is that, you know, even the things that we're taught that are good for us, like you think you can go to the produce section and get some healthy fruit and vegetables, but you're often getting poisonous fruits and vegetables because of the fake peels they're putting on them, the whatever the pesticides they put down inside of this thing. Um, you know, and then we talk about, you know, so where our option is, is to start growing our own food. But now we're contending with the 50 jets that fly over my house every single day, leaving those long lines that I apparently am seeing that I'm hallucinating, that other people are hallucinating right along with me. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's like, you know, they're like, well, you know, get a greenhouse and so forth. It's like, yeah, but then you got to have your water, which you put in, the, you know, so like it's you have to go above and beyond now, even growing your own food to make sure that it's completely safe for consumption. Absolutely. You know, you can find farmers markets. I have a I have a orchard that delivers to us during the spring and fall. Um, they're pretty dry in the winter. They're not not too much, but 
they're they're about 140 miles away fresno Mm -hmm. um but they drive up once a week so you know if you ask around you will find and i think we're gonna move towards co-oping i think regenerative farming's a thing i think we've got to bring our community back and uh you know those that have those greenhouses can pitch in for that water yeah we don't need to be an isolated society i think covid taught us that we were very isolated and and that's what the prayer group the vineyard that's what this group kilted christian and and many other podcasts that are bringing god's people together amen to that you know because there's a point where where we just moved recently from texas We're, we're living in kentucky right now and we are in a very big Amish Mennonite community. Praise the Lord. These people right here, they eat the way we should be eating. And I think every one of us went to the same place where we may have like had that weird thought about a Mennonite or Amish. Like, man, I could never live like that, man. That, that's insane. How do they do that? And every one of us at the same time after COVID were like, I think the Amish had it right all along. <laughs> we, we, oh, got, yeah. we were all like had this epiphany and woke up and. And I'm fortunate because, like I said, is um they're very friendly and helpful around here. They're very willing to show. Um, one of my neighbors uh, diagonal from me is a Mennonite, and they're very, like I said, they're the ones that will bring the pie to your door. Like it's very neighborly community, and that's one thing I'm so glad to be in this area, is because eventually when poo hits the fan and it's coming, we got an area that's gonna collectively come together to not only help each other but to protect each other as well. And that's the beautiful thing is why the Mennonites and the Amish are helping supply the foods, we're going to do what they wouldn't do by their religion. And that's be armed to protect them. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a a cohesive. Yeah. So this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Because if you don't think the foods in America are tainted, all you got to do is travel to Belize, Costa Rica, Mexico, Europe. And if you eat those foods, you just feel differently and you feel much better. Yeah. I, I, I implore you guys, Go and order yourself some cereal or anything from Great Britain. Have it sent over here just to put your box by the American box. And you will notice the ingredient list on anything in Europe is literally a quarter of what we have here. In the, I mean, we got high, cro- four cruise, pr- high corn fructose or whatever. And yeah, all the this, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, all of this stuff. Um, and like I said, you go over and I eat the same exact stuff when I would go back home. And my body wouldn't feel fatigued, worn out. Like it's a whole different thing. Um, it's And it's not that they are completely, you know, not poisoning their people because they are, but it's a whole different level when you get here. Not into on the same level. Like it's yeah. way worse. Yeah. So we got um about 10 minutes left. So we'll go ahead and wind it up before we get into prayer. Um, Is there anything that you guys um have out here for any questions that we may ask our guest while he's here? Or Jay Wu or Jonathan, is there anything that you guys um, want to come out and say? You want to, you're welcome to uh, promote anything that you're doing, anything, any advice that you may have for any of our viewers, anything like that would be wonderful. Well, yeah. uh, go ahead, Jonathan. No, no, you go. Okay. Well, I just, I'd speak to you how I've come to know Jonathan. That's, that's through the Vineyard Prayer Group. And, and uh, he's just been a solid brother. And um, I've just really come to love him. He's not, now, he's not a traditional bee dad, but don't hold that against him because uh, he was he was brought in by our brother, XJ Fisher. And, um, and you know, he was, 
he was just immediately involved with us and we had great conversations. And that's something I really liked about the Vineyard Prayer Group is just the fellowship we have and the conversations. And then he's been so willing to talk with people about their health and give them any advice. And he's done research and he's just taken a real care for the people that we have in our group. And that's all that's who I know about. And I know he's doing his own work, you know, there in Las Vegas and, and, you know, really, really fighting the system and, and, and doing good work. So that's why I really wanted to get him on here and, and get him with you, Duncan, because um, he's just someone who needs to be promoted because he's, he's doing good for the people out there and his community. Yeah. And, You're knowledgeable. You know, knowledgeable you've got a good good soul like you know i i like you right off the bat man i've gotten to like you more as the show went on you know so we definitely need to stay in contact now i'm gonna ask yeah, you the let's do that i'm gonna ask you the hardest question you're gonna get today man i'm gonna put you on the spot you ready for this one blade Runner I'm wants ready. to know is south carolina or kentucky gonna win the sec championship <laughs> uh we've got a big test to beat florida and then if we can beat florida we've got to beat tennessee and then we should beat Mississippi State. And if we do all that, I think we can win the SEC uh, conference. I don't think we're probably going to win the SEC championship, um, which is the tournament, because there's just a lot of factors. But I'm pretty excited for our team. I've got a fellow Kentucky uh, person that uh, we beat pretty solidly, and, and now they're playing real strong. Nice. So I, I give them a lot of, uh, what, what heckling. Nice. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, well, is the word. I'm an um, sec guy. So, I mean, I will go for um, my sec teams, but I'm a Florida Arkansas guy first and foremost when it comes to that. Yeah. And, We've got a Jonathan, big test to beat Florida. And Jonathan blade runner is Matt from our group. Just so you know. Oh yeah. So as in, as in Matt in heaven, rival, as in Matt in heaven. <laughs> no, no, Blade Runner is not mad, is it? Yeah, he is. He just changes. His oh, name. okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, did, I, did, I didn't. Yeah. He likes to fool me but, every now and then. I'm like, yeah. Who is this today? And then he starts talking like Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we don't have to play Kentucky right now. It'll probably be in the tournament. Yeah, exactly. And it's always fun too. As I um, I'm not a huge sports fan any longer. If I ever watch sports, it's generally going to be college, just because I do like watching you know, the people that have put so much of their time and life into these sports and the discipline and so forth. Um, you know, plus it's before they're getting paid, you know, so they still have like their heart in the game rather than like the money in their wallet, which changes everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm getting to where Jilly is never watching sports ever. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like they keep letting me down. Like I was really happy today because the university of Florida, um, is effective immediately firing all of their equity DEI uh, um, people that were put into their positions. All of them got let go effective immediately today. So that's wow. great. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's these universities have gone by the wayside. Like I, I wouldn't like literally if my kid, if I had a kid and they were like, Hey dad, I want to go to college. I'd be like, how about not? How about you go? Let's, let's learn, try trade school. Yeah, go or, be a plumber, let's, let's an electrician. Yeah, go, go do something that's going to keep this world together and uh, stay away from the indoctrination. Well, I think I think we're going to do more of that, though. The, I mean, those those universities are indoctrination camps. They're pretty damn expensive, 
And so now what we can do is we can learn a trade, we can learn a business, we can go work in the real world, and then we can come back if we want further education. But, you know, just just like media, just like medical, just like the financial system, it's all being challenged. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I I agree. Like I said, there's going to be no matter how you look at major changes are coming and God and Jesus have control over everything that's coming. Zero reason to fear, zero reason to have any anxiety, trust in God, put your faith in God, continue serving God. We're going to get through this just fine. But you know, some days you ask me, you know, is Christ coming back soon? And I'm like, Oh yeah. If he doesn't come back tomorrow, I'll be surprised. <laughs> um, but then on other days like today where I'm just a little bit more relaxed, um, comforted seeing, certain things take place around the world. You ask me the same thing. And I'm like, I think we're in the middle of, of a revival before we get to that point. And Oh, I know we're in a revival. And I used to say that we're Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. but we're not anything close to that because there's so many people that have come to Christ and come to God. Yes. And I'm one of them. Amen. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> we, you know, some of us are just great examples of like, you know, it doesn't matter how bad you were or what you've done in your lifetime. The moment that God's in your life, your life can change absolutely immediately. Um, we discussed this earlier. God doesn't say, come to me perfect. He says, come to me as you are, and I yeah. will take care of the rest of the healing. You know, so, um, man, I just want to thank you real quick before we go into prayer. Uh, absolutely great conversation. I would love to do this again. Um, like I said, it was just very comfortable. You're, you're an amazing person. The knowledge that you brought, um, a lot of people here in chat are just thanking you so much for coming on tonight and uh, telling us what you know. Um, I want to thank your wife, if she's still in here, for uh, letting us borrow your time. Um, because I know that, you know, the people that we have on our shows isn't just you giving me your time, but your family is sacrificing the time that you could be with them. So I want to thank them as well. I'll let her know. Awesome. And uh, Jonathan J. Wu, brother. I love you, man. I, I thank you so much for connecting us and, and we'll definitely have to to do this on occasion. Um, you know, like I said, if you have any breakthroughs and and rear research and stuff that you're doing, you reach out to any of us and be like, Hey, can I come on? And you, I will bring you on the moment you're ready to come back on here. Absolutely. Awesome. So, uh, Guys, we're going to go ahead and uh, get into a little bit of prayer. we got a couple minutes left. So if everybody would please bow your heads. Let's get into a little spiritual warfare before we head into the weekend. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another beautiful day. You've blessed us all so much, dear Lord. We we complain about a lot of things, dear Lord, but we have more to be grateful about than we have to complain about. Dear Lord, when we get caught up in this world and the chaos that's going on around us, which we need to be aware of, never let it never put that before the faith, the salvation, and the love and the mercy and the grace that you bring to us, dear Lord. Let us always put you first before anything else. And if we get caught in a dark rabbit hole, dear Lord, pull us back out and let us focus on you again. Let us never begin a day without prayer. Let us never end a day without prayer. And if we have a hundred minutes in the middle, dear Lord, let us utilize those for prayer as well. We can't pray enough. And dear Lord, you have been so loving and blessings, a blessing to every one of us. We don't deserve you. When I get into heaven and they ask me, why are you here? Do you, why do you deserve to be here? I'm going to say, I don't deserve to be here. It's because of Jesus that I am here. Let us le- never forget this. Let us continue to thank Christ and God for everything they have given us and blessed us with on this earth for the chance at eternal life that we have. 
We're not, we know, Father, that the works that we do on this earth are not going to be what gets us into heaven. That is going to be our faith in continuing to repent and become better people, dear Lord. But it is you, washed in your blood, is the reason that we're going to get into heaven. But don't let us, let that stop us from doing great works here on this earth, dear Lord. The moment we accept you in the heart, the moment we find you, we have this burning desire to go out and do better things, greater things, to help people more and more, to focus on others more than we focus on ourselves. And we bring you into everything that we do in our lives. We recognize the moment we find you in our hearts, dear Lord, or we accept you into our hearts, that everything that we do in this world that is beautiful is because of you. It is not because of us. Dear Lord, if we invent something, it's not us that's inventing this. It's you working through us, dear Lord. And it's amazing. Dear Lord, life had no purpose before we knew who you were. It was eat, sleep, work, and repeat. But now that you're in our life, we have a meaning in our life. We had a reason to be here, dear Lord. You chose every one of us to be here during this time for a reason. So let us all step up. Let us do everything that we can to serve you, dear Lord. Becoming better people, helping others find you, dear Lord helping them walk down that narrow path and being for them when they stumble, dear Lord, because one day we're going to stumble and we're going to have someone else right next to us. It's going to lift us up, dear Lord. And it's because of you. You don't need us, dear Lord, but you utilize every one of us. And I thank you. There's no greater honor than to serve you. So dear Lord, as we walk into these times, if we find ourselves in the middle of a battlefield with guns faced at our, at our head, dear Lord, let us fear not. Because as I said last night, when we seem to be out of hope and we seem that there's nothing else that could be done, the king has one more move. Dear Lord, let us never forget that. Let us never forget that no matter how dire things may be, as long as you're on our life, there's always a way out, dear Lord. But we don't have that option always. Dear Lord, we don't know when you're coming to take us home. It could be tomorrow. It could be another 15 generations from now. We do not know. So let us utilize today to make sure that we're ready. Let us utilize today and tomorrow and the next day to help others find what we have in our lives, dear Lord, so they have that same chance. Dear Lord, we are all your children, whether they're people that we call family, whether they're people that we call enemies, they are there, they are still your children. So never let us miss a day that we're not praying for our enemy, dear Lord, because just like Paul, one day, what we call an enemy now may be one of the greatest allies that we have in our lives. Dear Lord, may be one of the greatest servants that you have. So thank you. Thank you for having patience with us. And please bless us with the same patience for others as we're trying to help them find the same thing that we have found in our lives. Thank you for loving us enough to bring us to this point, dear Lord. And dear Lord, I can promise you this. I may not be perfect today. I may not be perfect tomorrow, but I will be better tomorrow than I am today. And that is because of you. So thank you for that. Father, thank you for bringing this um, friends and this family, building this family bigger every day. Thank you for bringing us all together. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for all the blessings that you give to us. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Once again, um, absolutely great show. Um, natural conversation. I told you, man, it's going to be like just some brothers having a conversation. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, like I said, I... I I'm a little um, wiser t tonight than I was before because you brought me some valuable information. You made me think about things in a different way that I hadn't thought about before. Um, and, you know, I thank you. And that's the beautiful thing is that God gives us all different ways of thinking, different skills, different talents. You know, if we were all given the same skills, we'd be taking less all day long and nobody would be taking rights. Nothing else would get done. So God blessed us each with something different that we can bring to the table so that we can be that perfectly working machine. And I always say 
The machine fails to work. If you take one cog out of that machine, the machine doesn't work. It's important. Every single one of us in this mission right now are bringing something to God's great battle. And this is how we're going to be successful. So, I mean, God bless you. God bless your family, man. And thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Amen. Thanks for joining us, Jonathan. Appreciate having you on, brother. And, uh, Jay, yeah, no, it was great. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to do this one again um, without a doubt. So, um, and real quick, Jay Wu, brother, I love you, man. Thank you so much for this um, connection. Um, <clears throat> we're going to get to this again. And then once again, real quick, before I um, sign out, man, if you just want to let everybody know real quick again tomorrow night, what time and where um, they can find you. Yeah, so um, thanks, Duncan. Um, so our usual page, the Book of Heaven, um, if you guys follow our Bible study, um, and then it's going to be at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. And basically, we're just going to we're going to do it until we're done doing it. So if we got to do two shows, that's what we'll do. But we're going to get together. We're going to love God, worship him and praise him corporately. We're going to get involved with some really cool discussion. And uh, we're just going to invite the spirit in to just lead us and, and uh, show us and uh, and teach us. And uh, I think Jim will be here. Uh, sounds like Jeff may join us for a time. Nice. Um, you know, it's going to be great. Awesome. So, yeah. And, and that's the more of us we have together talking, in my opinion, uh, the, the better this is going to be. And uh, I, I just my goal is that we all come away uplifted full of the spirit and ready for another week, week of battle. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love this family, people coming together, serving God and um, any way that we possibly can. And real quick, before I sign out, Jonathan, I just wanted to let you know that um, if you ever decide to start your own podcast or anything like that, to share some of this um, insight knowledge that you have, reach out to me, brother. I will be there with you side by side. I will help you get started. I will direct your shows from this end. That's what it takes, man, because you bring a lot to the table. So just keep that in mind, man. Um, I try to help. No, no, I've, that is in mind. I have a name. It's called Max Talk, and yeah. I wanted to do it. I just needed some gasoline. Uh, perfect. So, well, man, we will, we you. will provide you with that gasoline. Like I said, I've, I've helped, uh, probably seven or eight people get their show started. Um, this is what I went to school for. So man, reach out to me, let me know what I can do for you. And I'm here for you, brother. Yeah. yeah, uh, I appreciate he, that. He awesome. got us going on our podcast and, uh, that's just, amazing. He's a good brother to have. So I'll, I'll keep you guys in touch, but just let me know whatever you need. Awesome. Very well, cool. Both of you have an absolutely beautiful and blessed weekend. And thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thank you, Duncan. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, Family, love you guys. Best family ever. Yeah, thank you, Vineyard. Absolutely. Go Cox. And uh, guys, I want to thank you all here in the chat. Thank you for all of your questions. Thank you for all that you contributed to this show. You guys are absolutely amazing. And I am, there's not a day that goes by that I don't love you more. I am not thankful for everything that you do. Guys, we are a family that was brought together by God. That There's no greater bond than that, man. We have, if we have one thing in common, we have the most important thing in common. That's our father in heaven. So I love you all. Just a quick reminder. Um, I will be back on Monday evening, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Moon Wolf and I are going to be really busy putting on storm doors and getting all this stuff that we've been waiting for weeks to get done. But we finally got what we needed to. So we're going to get that taken care of. Um, but I'll be thinking about you guys. I love you. We'll be bringing a little bit of news and some scripture back on Monday. But guys, have an absolutely beautiful weekend. As I say every weekend, just stay away from the media. 
curl up with a good book, preferably scripture, probably the best thing for you. Spend some time with your family, put a puzzle together, walk outside barefoot, just do something that brings you closer to God. That's the most important thing right now. Ground yourself. Exactly. Like I said, there's so many ways that God gives us to heal and they try to cover it up and call it new age and all this other stuff. So we stigmatize it. We stay away from it. Like I said, God gave us a lot of things. Eat potatoes. There we go, DJ Saw. I always eat potatoes. Whether it's french fries or potato chips, doesn't matter. But guys, I love y'all. Have an absolutely beautiful week, and we'll see you on Monday for Kilt the Christian episode 558. Thank you for listening to, uh, or we'll be back on 558. Thank you for listening to 557 with Jonathan Maxim and Jay Wu. We will see you on Monday. In the meantime, don't forget to go check out Jay Wu's show tomorrow evening with Jim, and hopefully Jeff will be there as well. But guys, I love y'all very, very much. Have a beautiful weekend. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs bursting in That our flag was still Oh, say does that star-spangled Bender yet away O'er the land of our free And the Everyone have an absolutely beautiful rest of your day and a beautiful weekend. Spoil alert once again, God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of all of your anxiety. Pray, pray, pray. Never stop. Pray more than you ever prayed before and spread that gospel from nation to nation. Trust me, God sent us on the mission. He's right here by our sides and will give us everything that we need to get through these times. But guys, we got to stand up and fight. No sitting on the hands, no idle hands. God's got a purpose and a mission for all of us. Guys, I love y'all very, very much. Have a beautiful weekend. We will see you Monday night. In the meantime, God bless. Have a beautiful weekend.